Welcome to We Are Home, the podcast. Hi, I'm Fimo. Let's meditate. Find a position that is comfortable for you. A position that you can hold for the next little while. Allow your eyes to close or simply lower your gaze and move your attention over to your breath. Follow each breath cycle from the very beginning to the very end. It might help to place your attention in that area where you notice your breath the most. It might be at the rim of your nostrils or in your chest or maybe in your belly. Place your attention in that area where you notice your breath the most and continue to bring your attention back to that area whenever your mind goes off into the future or into the past.
continue to observe your breath. Use your breath as a bridge between the body and the mind.
Slowly bring your attention back to the room and when you feel ready, you can open your eyes. Yesterday was Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and although it's not a holiday here in Canada, I felt compelled to take the afternoon off so that I could listen to a few speeches, reflect on his life, and his legacy. You see, my dad called in the morning and reminded me that it was MLK Day. He then told me that Democracy Now! had a special broadcast dedicated to the great civil and human rights leader, so yeah, work had to take a back seat. The broadcast featured lengthy excerpts from a speech he delivered on April 4, 1967, a year to the day before his assassination, titled Beyond Vietnam, A Time to Break Silence. It's in this speech where, for the first time, he declared his opposition to the Vietnam War, accusing his government of being the greatest purveyor of violence in the world. He spoke very strongly about the need for fundamental changes in the political and economic life of the U.S. We must rapidly begin to shift from a thing-oriented society to a person-oriented society, he said. When machines and computers, profit motives, and property rights are considered more important than people, the giant triplets of racism, extreme materialism, and militarism are incapable of being conquered. In this speech, he goes on to say, True compassion is more than flinging a coin to a beggar. It comes to see that an edifice which produces beggars needs restructuring. A true revolution of values, he said, will soon look on easily on the glaring contrast of poverty and wealth. With righteous indignation, it will look across the seas and see the individual capitalists of the West investing huge sums of money in Asia, Africa, and South America 
only to take the profits out with no concern for the social betterment of the countries and say, this is not just. It will look at our alliance with the landed gentry of South America and say, this is not just. The Western arrogance of the feeling that it has everything to teach others and nothing to learn from them is not just. As you might imagine, Beyond Vietnam made him very unpopular. President Johnson disinvited him from the White House, and some 168 daily newspapers denounced him the very next day. The Washington Post wrote, He has diminished his usefulness to his cause, to his country, and to his people. While the New York Times ran a headline that read, King's Error. In recent years, I've played Beyond Vietnam several times, and each time I hear it, I'm moved by what can only be described as King's deep love for people, in particular those who have been oppressed, marginalized, and unjustly maligned. I believe it was his spiritual practice of love that implored him to listen, learn, and grow. And ultimately, it was love that moved him to speak truth to power and fight for the freedom and dignity of the people. Stokely Carmichael, a.k.a. Kwame Ture, who was a key leader in the Black Power Movement, disagreed with King's commitment to nonviolence, but still spoke very highly of him, saying, One of the reasons why I have a great deal of love and respect for King was his love for the people, and consequently his honesty. I think that King's understanding of the role of love in engaging individuals and communities in conflict is crucial today. This week, take a note from King's book and consider the ways you can bring more love into your life. As King said, we have, we have before us the glorious opportunity to inject a new dimension of love into the veins of our civilization. I'd like to end today's episode with a positive affirmation that you can repeat with your full voice or quietly to yourself. I am loved more than I ever thought possible. I am loved more than I ever thought possible. Thank you for being here. See you next time.